Welcome to Absolute Comics, the show right here on the Comic Story and Podcast Network that we air at twitch.tv slash comicstorian that we bring to you every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern where Sal and I sit around and chat about comic books, movies, video games, whatever is related to your favorite superheroes. And why is that, Sal? Because it's not the weekly poll, it's Absolute Comics? Dude, you literally read my... That's exactly what I wanted you to do! <laughs> like, is that what you want me to do? Okay. <laughs> well, we are so in sync now. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like... We got it. I didn't give him any indicator that I want him to give the intro title. <laughs> no, I was going to do a thing, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it coy. I'm going to be like, what? <laughs> but I think it worked out, yeah. This is yeah, smooth not, sailing, guys. <laughs> it's like we're professionals. Or we, we, like right? We've done this more Weird. than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today, guys, we're going to talk about some of the comic books that we've read recently. Uh, I am caught up in the plot to Hawks and Pox because we just did the summary for Comic Story. So Sal and I are going to talk a little bit about Hawks and Pox. Um, we are going to talk about the thun Thor, Love and Thunder director. Unsure about Thor's weight. Uh, and I do want to talk about this because they apparently haven't decided when this movie's taking place after Endgame, which actually has me a little worried because... Have they not planned this? What is, is going on? What, what is going on with Phase Four? But we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, uh, which also ties into us discussing Ant Man Three being given the green light, uh, Cloak and Dagger being canceled after two seasons. All of that is Marvel Phase Four hoopla. We're going to be talking about. Yep. Um, on top of the comic side, we're going to talk about the finale to Deceased. Uh, we're going to talk about Doomsday Clock apparently actually coming out. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Uh, the new Ant-Man story that's going to be released. Not much to say about that, but we'll make our mentions on that one. Uh, then we're also going to be talking about the new uh, Spider-Verse movie and its announcements. And we're going to talk about Chris Evans and what he said about the hammer over the shield. Oh. And I am not talking about how the mutant gold balls got renamed to Egg. You know what? This is the talk. Hey, Sal, the mutant gold balls renamed themselves to the Egg. I know. I saw that. And I was like, why? <laughs> I mean, I understand why, but like... It really, I would love to see a poll. What's better, gold balls or egg? My wife says gold balls is worse. I'm like, egg sucks. I got used to gold balls. Egg? <laughs> Why egg? Egg of all things. He's well, not because he egg makes shape. them. No, no. No, because the, the balls are eggs. Are they eggs? I thought they were just yeah. gold balls. No, it, well, that's the retcon in Hawks and Pox, is that the gold balls he makes are actually eggs. What? <laughs> so he's he's an egg layer. Really, he should be called the chicken, but that's too close to beak, <laughs> so I think that's not going to work. Okay, that, and there's our discussion on the gold balls name change. <laughs> there you go. All right, and we're going to talk about Flash Forward and how they've brought back Giant Iris. Why now? All right, let's talk about that first then, because you you've been you've been itching to talk about that since you read that note on the on the the show listing. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah. Well, I saw the I saw the preview about it. Like somebody posted it somewhere, and I was like, ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Giant Iris, for those of you guys who don't know, are Wally West kids, and they've been using it as the big crutch to like, oh no, your kids are missing, your kids are missing, your kids are missing, and now it turns out they're lost in the multiverse, but it's the actual Giant Iris. Like, it's yeah. not just, like, a multiversal version, like when they did Linda. They're like, oh, she just doesn't know you, and it's the multiversal version. Giant Iris are just separated? Yeah. Yeah, like, they were preserved somehow from the New 52 Flashpoint retcon? Yeah. It, I get oh, that, like, you want to do that. And one hand, I'm happy. On one hand, I'm happy. I like the kids. It, it, it will help differentiate Wally from Barry now. 
Cause, and Wally from Wally. <laughs> and Wally from Wally. Because for those guys who don't know, like as much as people love Wally West and most people love Barry Allen, there's very few portions of the overall Flash timeline where they're actually both there. Like yeah. for, it's normally one's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, and Wally was Wally Kid Flash right, when, when he was Barry kid. was the Flash. And yeah. they didn't really, they weren't like Batman and Robin. They didn't like often run together. You know, Kid Flash spent a lot of time on the Titans. You know, it was just kind of like, I, I don't know. It, it felt really like, I don't know. Well, that and also, of course, their personalities are a little similar. You know, like most people who took over for DC Comics after Wally replaced Barry were just like, well, I'm just going to write Barry. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I'm just going to write Flash the way I remember him. Well, and, and, it and took that's a long the core time. problem. That's the core problem. Because when he was yeah. Kid Flash, you're right, he was separate. And then when he became Flash, Barry was gone at the time. So they kind of turned right. Wally into Barry or like an amalgamation of the two of them. And yeah. then Wally, as time went on, got the wife, got the kids. He went through his own journeys and, you know, and all that stuff. And then Barry came back and Jeff Johns was writing Flash. And he's like, well, I like Barry. So Wally right. was just like off doing his own thing. And he was not really a part of what was happening. And then New 52 hit and Wally was gone. Like, that was the end of that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, exactly. Then Rebirth came back and they're like, no, not only is that Wally we made for the New 52 not the only Wally. Here's, re here's real Wally. And they're like, <laughs> well, it's well, Wallace and Wally. That's what we have now. Exactly. So now you got and, Wally and if, back. If, if you do keep up with, with Flash in the latest issues, the death of the Speed Force, they officially went back and retconned Wally and Wallace were cousins, both of which were the nephews of Iris. And they, well, they, they, they I like how they did it. Because what they did was they basically went back and said, here's, at the end of year one, they're like, this is some, one of the things you forgot, Barry. Here's Wally and Wallace. They're both here. Oh, okay. They're both in the timeline. And I was like, okay, at least you're, at least you're making some amends. We're no longer what? doing the whole Wally doesn't exist and Wallace is the thing, you know? Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, and now, you know, it would not be fair to, like, unmake one or merge them. You have to make them their own characters because they've, they've both gone on their own adventures. They've done their own things. They, right. Th they have their own fan bases. So Even Wallace you know, is a fan base, and he's gotten more of a fan base as time has gone on. He's on the Teen Titans. People like Wallace. And now, yeah. thanks to the CW mimicking Wallace as opposed to Wally, but calling him Wally. <laughs> uh-huh. You, know, you, you with us so far? Um, <laughs> are you confused no, yet <laughs> right but uh but no so so wally ended up being kind of like the linchpin of dc rebirth which was like your hope you're the salvation you like you bringing you back means we're going to change a lot of things and then they were like oh actually jeff johns isn't in charge anymore so no and uh, <laughs> also not only no but the whole idea of you being kind of like hope incarnate and bringing things back is going to make you so stressed out <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you, that that combined with not being able to like be with your wife who's been rebooted and be with your children who have been erased from existence, uh, <laughs> you're gonna be like a murdering scumbag who like plants evidence and implicates their friends in the murders they've committed. Like, I honestly I think that's what they were trying to go for. If you think about it, Wallace is the Teen Titans. He's Kid Flash now, so that's yeah. That's what Wallace is doing. Barry is the Flash dealing with the current journey that Joshua Williamson has brought him on. Uh, yeah. Which keeps putting Wally into a weird place where he was on the Titans, but then they canceled the Titans. So then it was like, yeah. well, what do we do with Wally? And I think the right. idea was, well, we'll make him the really depressed and upset Flash, which is completely against his character. Yeah. Um, 
And then now we're sending him on a redemption journey. And I'm right. hoping, I want to say at the end of the redemption journey, he's going to get his kids back and Linda, and it's all going to be like, he's the married Flash and we're dealing with <laughs> that path. But here's the thing, Dan, uh, and I, I believe it was Dan, said that the solicits for issue five is very depressing. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, they said it's, it's, they said if you thought a Heroes in Crisis was bad, it's about to get worse. And you're like, <laughs> based on the critical reception of not only the book, but also what you did to Wally in that book, maybe you might want to stop referencing Heroes in Crisis. But moreover, don't say you're about to do something worse. <laughs> I know. Like you turned him into a murdering psychopath who ended up in prison. Yeah. What, what the heck? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But now, getting back to what we were actually talking about, he has his kids. They they exist. So like, let's say for the sake of argument that they're going to come into our universe, are they going to visit their dad in jail? <laughs> Is he going to go back in time and make that didn't, like, and undo the DC Comics flagship writer and his story? Like, is that what they're going to do? Because I feel like they're not. I feel like they're not going to tell Tom King, oh, yeah, uh, as it turns out, we're not going to, like, actually have the emotional crux of your story matter at least a, a year after it's been printed. Like, right, I don't think right. they're going to do that. I... So it's like, it's the worst time to bring back his kids, which is, of course, I'm sure at an editorial meeting is like, that means it's the best time because <laughs> all the juicy drama will, will flow from the fruits of our stories and they'll drip down our throats. Like... Okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's weird. It's it's weird that they chose now to bring back the kids. What they need to do is end this with every Flash. I want Bart. I want Kid. I want Wallace. Jay. I, I want Jay. I want Jai. I want Iris. I want Iris. I want Iris. There's like four of them now. I <laughs> oh, that's right. I want Max Mercury. Bring him back. Too. I want Max Why Mercury. Not? I want Negative Flash. What's it? Melina was Negative Flash. Let's oh bring yeah, her back yeah. In. Let's have them all be back and in full continuity and available. Godspeed. Let's bring Godspeed back. <laughs> I mean, like, the reality is, it turns out that, like, DC fans like flashes. Give them all the flashes they can handle. <laughs> Let's put a Liberty flash in Bell. every other book. Every, I mean, we already have, what's the name of Avery? Avery's, the, Avery's like Wallace's girlfriend when he's in the flash, but she never shows up in Teen Titans. Oh, a cool. The Chinese <laughs> flash? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! There you go. She shows up in Flash. Flashes. Whenever we're, whenever Wallace is in Flash, Avery is with him. Whenever he's in Teen Titans, she's nowhere to be found. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That sounds more like people don't want to write about her. <laughs> it feels like Joshua Williamson's like the last bastion for the Chinese Justice League exists. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> that's what it is. So. so it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Deceased Finale. All right. Oh. Talk about a weird book that came out of nowhere. We all yeah. knew the zombie book was going to do well. But when we heard they gave it to Tom Taylor, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I got to <laughs> read it now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill everyone. <laughs> Literally, like, I remember picking up the first issue and being like, here we go. And... and at the end of it, I'm like, well, I'm sold. You got I, me. Oh, I know. Yeah. The whole entire uh, deceased book was incredible. I loved the entire run. I love yep. the cliffhanger because he always does this. He just gets rid of all the main heroes. Remember when he wrote Earth 2? Everyone yeah. forget. Earth 2 killed off Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman right at the first, I think, second issue or first yep. issue. They were dead. 
Yeah, he, I think by issue two, they were dead. Yeah, He focused an entire book on the new Superman, the new Wonder Woman, the Green Lantern, the Flash, and it was incredible. It was so mm. good. Um, that, it created a whole like legion of fans and, yeah. and, and a book, and it inspired a horrible crisis event called Convergence. It was great. <laughs> it was an amazing no, book. I, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what I you can see how much he loves Earth too, by the way. But yeah, well, he's moving this one off again. He's like, and we're gonna go find. It's almost like he's. They're like, we'll do deceased, and if it does well, we're gonna give you a continuation. And he's like, well, where did we leave Earth two? Right, they were finding a new planet, so we're gonna go back into space, so my new superheroes can go find a new planet. And this time, my new Batman's Damien, and my new Superman is, is Superboy. Uh, and uh -huh. I'll have all the kids be the new superheroes on a new planet where they're fighting the zombie virus. <laughs> that's fine. I'm in. I think yeah. that's great. I mean, like, and the fact is, like, when when they gave it to Tom Taylor and you knew it was in another continuity, all you could think of was Injustice. And all you could think of was Injustice was supposed to be this dumb video game tie-in, and it turned into like an eight-year comic book of like phenomenon. It's still technically and, not done. They left it on a cliffhanger because you know there's gonna be an Injustice 3 game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's sold, so they're gonna be make they're gonna make more. But like Deceased was the same deal, and I'm, I was reading it with the expectation of there being an announcement that, like, okay, well, the sales were good, we're going to make another one. Um, I wonder if were, this is going to be his thing every Halloween, because they did the tie-in. <laughs> no, they did the tie-in, A Good Day to Die, and yeah. we've heard nothing. Right. And what if they're like, next July you're going to hear about the follow-up? I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably I mean, already written it, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, the, the fact is you can't stop a writer... From telling a story, and with yeah. him, you know he like he wouldn't he wouldn't have done what he did, and I don't want to spoil too much, or at least constantly spoil it too much. But like he wouldn't have done what he did at the end if he wasn't already in love with the concept, and he wasn't already telling that story in at least in his own head, if not on paper. Yeah. Um. So yeah. He, he's no. allowing the story to continue the way that the way it's written. It does. It wraps up. You're good. You don't have to get like walk away with no closure. You really don't need any more. Right. But but there's this doors that, are, that have been left a, a, a crack open so we can well, let you things out. You know there is more. Yeah. But you could imagine it or you could read it because you know they're going to make him write more. I mean, like, yeah. it's... And it's great. Like, what they did, every character moment is great. What's incredible is every time that they do a story that's, like, off, you know, the reservation and make a, a, a crazy, twisted, cracked mirror version of your, of your favorite characters... Usually they take liberties with the characters, their motivations, or their 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 personalities, so that you can get things going. So you could right. you could you know so you could get what you want to achieve done faster. With this, everyone behaves the way that you'd expect. Superman is Superman. Batman is Batman. Alfred's Alfred. Like even Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Guy Gardner. Like everyone. Constantine. That tie-in book for deceased was excellent. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was just because you know they were like, well, it's got to be six issues. Like the tie-in book, no, those are those are just missing issues within the main story, and they're great. Like the whole yeah. damn thing, everyone behaved the way they were supposed to. Everybody, like it was just, what if things got a little harder? Like what if the editors weren't paying attention and things actually did happen and have consequence? It's cool. So yeah, I mean, overall, disease is incredible. I loved yeah. every part of it. Um, I yep. mean, we we were we do very few books on Wednesdays. That's the new thing we're doing. We're trying to pick out one big title to put out Wednesdays for the sake of the YouTube algorithm. Stupid right. YouTube. But uh, I'm on Twitch right now. I can say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we. But but I made sure it was deceased, and then we just put out part seven today, which is the good day to die. And I'm like, where's more? I need more. Give me more yeah. of this. 
Because even that, they left Constantine and Dr. Fate and Zatanna ready to roll. Ready to go yeah. do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. So. I, I, I'll take either book. It'd be funny if they were like, the next one's going to be just about Dr. Fate, Zatanna, and Constantine. <laughs> that w- Dude, I would pay for that. I, I would buy that. I, yeah. I bought the last one. And then I'll the follow-up, the follow- part three, part three, that's the continuation of the Super Sons. Superboy exactly. and Damien. Yeah, and then we do that with the Black Canary, Green Arrow thing. Green yeah, Atlantic I'm in. Thing. Yeah. Green Lantern. Um, oh, well, okay, Green so Arrow's there too. Yeah. This ties into one of our other discussions. In that issue, uh, we discovered that Wonder Woman has ways to defeat the rest of the Justice League. Um, I will say I'm not surprised. Right. First off, Wonder Woman of all characters, she's always been kind of weirdly on the fence. She's not Superman, but she's not Batman. But her having ways to defeat everyone, viable. Um, yeah. As far as what DC has been doing recently with the Wonder Woman character, they are trying to pivot her. I don't, in all honesty, I don't know why they haven't done this before today. Like, I get the movie made her bigger, but she's always been the Trinity. She's always yeah. been a big deal. And I feel like she always got the shaft until the movie did well. Yeah. No, it's true, because she. whether you like Wonder Woman books or not, I could count on one hand the, my favorite amount of Wonder Woman stories that have been written she is the most recognizable female superhero of all time. Yeah. I'm surprised so, it took a movie doing well for the, for DC to be like, well, we really should do more with Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, maybe, <laughs> we should make it, maybe we should put an insistence on this character. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't and know. the best part about Wonder Woman is, it's like, she's not like a carbon copy of Superman. She's not a car, she's not Batgirl. She's not Supergirl. She nope, doesn't have a lame origin. She's not even a derivative character. No. Like, she, like she's a She-Hulk. She's, she's, a, she's her own character. She's her own character and she's, uh, um, like I, I love her lore, her backstory, the Greek and Roman gods. I love all that stuff. I've always loved the character of Wonder Woman, and her getting her getting all this limelight recently. I'm loving. I'm loving seeing her getting put out there as a character that you actually want to follow the adventures of. Yes. Uh, I just don't know why it took so long for this to be a thing that they're finally giving her like some recognition for being the, the you know basically the daughter of Zeus depending on your timeline and right. like, the, the the god of war depending on your timeline and <laughs> yeah I I mean honestly I think it's just that Wonder Woman books notoriously don't do very well and so as a result they're like well then I'm not gonna put effort into it like she's yeah. I can't I can't fudge it. Like, if we had an ancillary Bat character, you know, like Batgirl, how does that book sell? Eh, well, it sells a little better because there's Bat in the front of the title. But otherwise, you know, it's going to be, you're going to have to really make it do a, pa- a passion project. With Wonder Woman, it's like, if it doesn't sell very well, I, I'm not going to post it just because it should exist. Be, like, I'm not going to put out a, a book just because people should be reading Wonder Woman. Um, but thanks to the movie and thanks to like the proliferation of that character in the pop culture, it, we have the opportunity now yeah. to to justify it, at least, you know, financially speaking, which is great. I, I'm going to say something that's very divisive amongst the Wonder Woman fans, uh, and it's counter to what Pector the Inspector just said in our chat. Uh, <laughs> well, he said uh, she was ruined in the New 52 until Greg Rucka came along. I actually really enjoyed Brian Azzarello's take on her. I do agree it's not the Wonder Woman we grew up with. I liked the take he did on it. I hated what Greg Rucka did. I like mm. what everyone after Greg Rucka has done with the yeah. Greg Rucka retcon, but I feel like Greg Rucka had a bigger picture and for some reason left early. And like, we never got the true Greg Rucka oh, story. I'm line. sure they just told him he couldn't finish it. Like, I feel I, like you're right. But like, yeah, no. Like, I hated it, what he did because it felt so incomplete. At least Brian Azzarello's thing came to a conclusion. It's a full it story did. that I enjoyed. Well, and it did a lot of really fun things with gods and with, the, with just the just the 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 I don't know, like the 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 imagery and the characterization yeah. of Wonder Woman and like you know, like uh, 
it, it's it's a cool story, and it's yeah, and it makes her more interesting. Um, I think the problem so, yeah. with Wonder Woman in general, and why I like the Brian Azzarello run, is she does have a lot of that history and stuff like that. And right. everyone they don't throw just, it away. It's just, and for the most yeah. part, a lot of people just want to turn her into well, she's basically female Superman, but not really. And that's what a lot of yeah. previous writers like to do with her. Every one of her adventures was just like, oh, she's going to go fight something. Cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> th thinking she's female Superman or treating her like Superman or approaching her from the perspective of writing a Superman story yeah. is doing the character a disservice. You're not, you don't get the character. I, I love actually what uh, what Tynan's been doing with her in yeah. Justice League Dark. I love I mean, the, the original. Hour. I love the original Greg Rucker run. I liked yep. Brian Azzarello's reinvention because I felt like we still had Wonder Woman in there. But we yeah. were deep diving into what, because she never really had too big of a support cast, and it felt like Brian Azzarello really dived into what could be a support cast. And what yeah, I liked I about Brian Azzarello that. is it went, I think, 35 issues, and it was a full story from beginning to end. And that's always something yes. that'll hook me in. Uh, if you can just tell an epic, sprawling tale, which is what I felt that was, I felt that was like a Greek odyssey kind of a thing, like just an epic tale. But I'm yeah. fine with it ending. That was cool. I liked how it, 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 it was done, and we moved on. We didn't keep right. tackling his versions of the characters. And then they did a bunch of weird stuff, and then Greg Rucka came back, and I felt like he had a bigger plan. I felt like it was a big thing. He got cut short. I like what the writers afterwards have been doing, where they decided to go into the concept of a brother, and they decided yeah. to go into the concept of the different gods and stuff like that. I like what they're doing right now. Um, the I 100% I love what James Tynion, uh, Tynion has done with Justice League Dark. I love that idea that our magical-based character is now in the magical base DC world. Like, yeah, I mean, I love that. That's a concept yeah. I felt like should have been done years ago. Like, why yeah. wasn't it? Well, I, I, I feel like Azarello is the closest we got for a long time. Yeah, and maybe uh, that's why I liked concept. his run so much because there was magic. Yeah, well, and it, or at least like a darker side. You know, this is a woman who has one foot in the real world and one foot in a mystical realm. Uh, yeah. you know, it's one of it's one of gods and you know and and, and demons and other things like that. But like. You know, she would know about that kind of thing. Her her lasso is magic. Her one of her most identifiable iconic weapons is magic based. Right. Uh, and I love the idea of her living as like the kind of like the face of the Justice League. Listen, I'm part of the Trinity. I'm in front center. They have statues of me. And also, I go in the basement. and I work with like the magic people. Like it's yeah. cool. It makes sense. It's it's very Batman in terms of like you know Batman's a a mythic creature of the night and a founding member of the Justice League. Like <laughs> it doesn't really work, but it does, and they make it work. And so Wonder Woman should have that much you know almost diversity of character. Like give her yeah. a lot of things to do because she's she's versatile enough to to handle it. Uh, I love the chats now going through Brian Azzarello's runs with the problems I have with it. I did not say Brian Azzarello runs is perfect. Hades being a child is weird. Uh, <laughs> I love the visual of Hades. Hades as a child with that like horrible like I like he looked cool. He was scary and annoying. He looked cool. He looked cool and scary, but it was weird. You know, like yes. Poseidon being the giant fish monster that was a bit weird when they yeah. tried no, when right, they tried though. to do almost. It reminded me of uh, the divine, the wicked and divine. With some oh, of the, yeah. way, the way they treated some of the gods, I was like, ah, you're kind of encroaching on another part of the book here, Brian Azzarello. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Oh, no, you could tell he was like, no, I'm just aping off of uh, Gillen. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with Wonder Woman in general is I, they need to stop changing writers, in all honesty. Yeah. Give it to one writer and just let that writer run with it and just see where it goes. Brian Azzarello, I, I think, had the longest run in a long time. You know, yeah. and I get, I, I get you didn't like where he was going with it. That's fine. You, you like, right. So try someone who wants to keep her more traditional, like Greg Rucka, 
and let him finish. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, I, I think uh, I, I would give it to Tynan, honestly, because he's he seems to know what he's doing with magic and stuff, and he's a great writer, and he, he knows how to tell a long story with eternal yeah. and... So yeah, go for it. Like just just give them to give her to somebody who knows what they're doing and wants to do a long run. Yeah, I feel like with the Greg Rucka, they were like, "It'll be great. We'll make amends to Greg Rucka." And then they got halfway into like, "Well, the sales didn't go up. Uh, you got to go, Greg. You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it turns out you're not nearly as popular as we thought. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I mean, you're not. We don't know what happened internally, but that very much could have been what happened internally. Yeah, that's just one version of what might have happened. We yeah, yeah. We're gonna clarify. That's just Sal joking around. We don't know if that's actually what happened. I really have no idea. I, I don't follow Greg Ruck on Twitter. I don't know anything about it. So, all right, cool. Uh, next comic book talk I wanted to go over. Uh, what about Doomsday Clock finally being done? <laughs> I know, and this is we talked. We heard. Um, I think. Um, I think. Uh, God, I. I want to get this guy's Gary Frank uh, Gary Frank said you know we're pretty much done like we're almost there like I, I just finished I just turned in a couple pages blah 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 this is maybe a month ago and now as you as you were saying um, the colorist for Doomsday Clock is like yeah we're almost done we should be done by the end of the year um, the thing this just and this is all speculation from this point on right we I don't mean, know we don't know what happened because it doesn't make any sense Gary Frank is yeah. not a super slow artist He's a, he's a slow artist. He's a slower it, artist. Not this slow. That's like, what I mean. Like, was the script late to him? Did he have like a major family issue that we just don't know about and he's keeping right? quiet about and he's just been I, off the I record? Think, I think because of the delays. Like, I mean, two years ago was when they announced Doomsday Clock at New York Comic Con and it was a big deal. And they re I still have my poster they gave us, like, procla proclaiming how awesome and great and big this is going to be. 12 issues, they were, like, ready to go. And I think that you don't start that kind of initiative and then go, like, okay, so, Frank, uh, you, you can finish this, right? Like, okay, let's start now. I feel like they had to have had issues in the bank, finished and ready to go. It sounds to me, and I don't know at all, it feels like maybe it was either intentionally delayed on one or two sides. Either DC didn't want it to come out or they wanted to delay it such that its relevance and its popularity dwindled where they're like, look, when an issue comes out, it's going to sell a lot. But if it came out consistently, people would expect us to like want to keep doing things like this or want to do whatever it does at the end of the story. And we don't want to do that. So let's just let's just bury it in obscurity right. or or alternatively. They want to do something at the end of the story and there's conflicting opinions about where to go and maybe they're like riding it out. You know, like maybe may, maybe the, 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 the crisis that people think is going to happen won't happen or maybe it'll get delayed and then Doomsday Clock will come out and it'll be such success and people will be so responsive to it that it, they'll, they'll have no choice but to use whatever the end of Doomsday Clock is to, to further the, 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 the future of DC. Or it also feels like a lot of the current books are tying into what potentially could be happening at the end of the year. Like the I original plan is now coming to fruition. Well, like what's funny is for me, I feel like a year ago, the books were all tying into Doomsday Clock, but now the books are tying into, like, the next thing. Year like, of the Villain. Year of the Villain. That all the Year of the Villain books, everyone who's working on them, 
you know, Snyder, Tynan, uh, Williamson, like everybody who's working on those stories, King, is not in any way connected to Doomsday Clock, and they're instead focusing on what's on the horizon. Yeah. Well, and yeah, like no Johns at all. And Johns well, and is that, still working for DC. It's not like he's not there anymore. Like, well, that's what I was going to bring up. Jeff Johns, ever since this whole DCEU fallout a couple years ago, has been very slow yeah. to get any stories out. Three Jokers right. has never appeared. Shazam nope. is constantly delayed. And we don't yep. know what's going on with that. Yeah, uh, and that's supposed to be just an ongoing series. Three Jokers, I get. It's a black label book. It was supposed to be like a huge, you know, and it was the linchpin of his whole reveal at the end of the button and stuff. No, uh, the end of uh, do, uh, uh, Apocalypse War? What the hell was it called? Dark Side Jeez. War. Dark Side War. Dark Side War. I was like, this, it was that long ago. Um, yeah, at the end of Dark Side War, they were like, oh, Three Jokers. What's that all about? Well, four years later, nothing. I, I, I have a theory on the Three Jokers. I think it's buried by WB. Uh, so think about it. He announced that he was going to go wrap up Three Jokers now that he was off of the DCEU and is going to come out. It's going to come out. And then WB's got a Joker movie coming out. Right. And the last thing they want is whatever's in that book probably coming out. We have all these what? Joker. We have all these Joker comics from Black Label right now, but no Three Jokers. But all these Joker comics are like Joker Origins and Joker Discussions. And Yeah, but, but what kills me is this is another example of DC missing the mark on a potentially brilliant marketing ploy to sell more books. Same thing with, with when Batman Damned came out. I've said it a million times. When Batman Damned one, one came out, the, 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 the hype was real. And all they had to do was ride the wave and take the money. And they didn't do that. And that was all because of the parent company saying no. Joker, biggest R-rated movie of all time. Huge hype. Lots of stuff. Hey, wouldn't it be great to have a Joker original graphic novel on the shelf right now to sell that? Yep. We could also, around the same time, like, sure, Joaquin Phoenix is doing the press tour. Hey, you know who else is? Jeff Johns or Jim Lee or, you know, Dan DiDio going out there, going on the press tour. Even if he only gets on Seth Meyers, he's talking about a comic book. He's It's on the shelf. It's not just in comic shops. It's Three Jokers. It's original graphic novel. It's like, I don't know, 19 bucks. It's a Borders Books a Million, Amazon. It's the highest selling book in Amazon. Like, whatever. Like, But it's a, it's an opportunity to, to piggyback in a, in a realistic way off of the movie hype, the way that like Marvel can't make work. Yeah. And because for the record, Marvel our, cha our chat is, like, is saying that Fabak is tweeting out pictures. He has been tweeting out pictures. That has, book was yeah. announced four years ago. This, right. th like, this is not, this is not, our speculation is not all wrong because it's been four years. This is and, and, <laughs> and you know who was working on Three Jokers when they announced it? Fabic. It's yeah. not like he's the he's not the fill-in artist, and he's not been <laughs> doing anything else. Yeah, exactly. So either Jeff Johns wasn't writing it, or WB was like, "Yeah, don't cut on the check because we're not doing it yet." There's I something right. stopping it. They're gonna they're gonna come out with it eventually. If they if they never intended to come out with it. Then they would have. They never would have mentioned it again. It would have just. You know what they would have done? It would have been worse. They would have put out something like it. Like they would have put out. They would have fast tracked a original graphic novel Joker book, not about the three Jokers, not about Dark Side War, just a just a separate Joker book. Yeah. Just to well, kind okay, of. Okay. I, I will. I will agree with this potential speculation from another Pector the Specter in our chat here. Uh, he says that they haven't solicited it because they're saying that they want to wait until he's done with multiple books. I th after what happened with Doomsday Clock, that could very much be it. But it's still been four years. So how how long did it take for him to get the script? Even right. if he's been working on the second issue for three months or a month, why did it take four years to get him a script? No, that, that, I, I, that's what the, my point. No I agree. Way. After Doomsday Clock, they probably are waiting for Three Jokers to be done 
and then yeah. to put it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I sincerely believe those scripts were done when they announced it. I don't think it had, I, I think initially maybe, like the first year of DC Rebirth when they announced Doomsday Clock from October to January of that year, I sincerely believe that maybe any delay was in Gary Frank's art just because he's a perfectionist, his art yep. is impeccable, it takes time. Remember, listen, like there was no obstacle in the way of the release of Batman Earth 1, Volume 1 and 2, and those things were significantly delayed as well. We know that it's because Gary Frank takes time, and no one's going to complain about it because the art is friggin' awesome. But at some point, you know, especially after the delays from Volume 2 of Batman Earth 1, you make plans around that. If Gary Frank is going to draw your 12-issue Watchmen sequel that's also going to technically kind of like explain the new future of DC, then you have him pre-game. Have him finish a couple issues ahead of time. Well, and that's, so what, that, that's what it looks like they're doing because I have seen the tweets where he's like, oh, look, this thing exists, guys. <laughs> yeah, and I believe wholeheartedly that he did and I think that even he couldn't keep up with the delays that were like manufactured from on high. Like, yeah. Either AT&T, Warner's, I was like, the editorial know- department. I think someone is deliberately stonewalling this book. Well, there's, we know for a fact that there has been WB coming in and cleaning house. We know for like everyone's like, well, Johns is busy. Yeah. He's been busy for a while. That hasn't changed. John Johns has been busy since blackest night. Uh, he's so busy that he keeps getting, he keeps getting released from various jobs because he's not getting them done. Uh, which once again could be a part of why there's been four years on three jokers, but four years is excessive. We're not talking a two-year delay. We're not talking a whatever you know a one-year delay. We're talking four years, four years yeah, from and, the announcement of a three Joker book that was supposed to come after Dark Side War. Four and, years, and not like a not like a side you know Daredevil book or like a you know a tie-in book about Nightwing. Like we're talking about a flagship title that is supposed to impact the continuity of your publishing line. Yeah. Line. It's, it, that's exactly yeah, and it, and it's also not like this has been something that DC's been building up to, like Mister Oz, where they literally right. spent four years building up to Mister Oz. No, this has been something that just Batman hasn't mentioned for four years. <laughs> nope. It, well, can you imagine like when Dark Side War ends and he's like, there were three. Cut to ten years after that, you know, and maybe I'll get on it one day. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, like, there's no way. I mean. There's something going on behind the scenes, be it mm-hmm. Jeff Johns got just way so busy, or you know what? And and I'm, 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 I'll admit, if, if I was the guy that was supposed to be headlining a dozen movies and a dozen shows, and I'm the creative director of DC, and I just let my workload get so busy that they pretty much laid me off on half of it, right. I might be a little depressed myself. And we know that Jeff Johns is an introvert who doesn't even like talking to people too often. I mean, it could just be a, a like. He, he he burned himself out. He he got he yeah. got to he hit a wall. He had too much going on. He didn't catch it until it was too late, or until WB caught it. Uh, right. That and, that could very well be. It's yeah, just, and I'm just, a huge it's, fan it's of his a, writing, and I want to see these books. I'm just four years is really suspicious. There's there's something it, off with that. No one really knows what with this, and everything we've said about all it's all speculations. We have no internal information. We have no nope. idea what actually happened. No, nope. so, even if we did, we wouldn't be able to even tease at it. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. It's 2017s when the hard. Co- oh, that's the omnibus for. It. Yeah. So about the end of 2016s when uh, Dark Side War must have ended because if the omnibus came out. Yeah. There so, you go. So. Yeah. So, so it's two, a little shy so, of four years, but we are. It's been a while. <laughs> well, listen. There's no way in hell Three Jokers is coming out by 
December of 2019. And I've been on the I've been on record saying I don't think Doomsday Clock will come out before the end of before the beginning of 2020. That one I think will. I think I think, I think right. I, I think that will hit be, like right around Christmas. I think that will because it's going to be right on the wire. It, well, it is, <laughs> but they're talking way too much about it coming out there to then drop the ball again. <laughs> I, well, the thing is, you know who's not talking about it? The people who are in charge of putting it out. That's true. <laughs> the only people talking about it are the people who ha- who stand to lose credibility from it not being released. Okay, Artists, hold on. Colorists, I want to clarify something here because you brought up four years and we both ran up four years. Dark right, Side right. Wars started on September 6, 2017, according to this article that was talking about it when it started. Okay. So All that right. means so, it probably wrapped up at the beginning of 2018. So it actually has not been that long. It's still a little suspicious that it's been as long as it has. And it definitely feels like it's been a lot longer than a year and a half. Yeah, no, they mentioned they announced Doomsday Clock in October of 2017. Yeah, do, do, Dark Side War was way before all of that. Exactly. This article cannot be accurate unless somebody decided <laughs> to make. There's no way that this article came out of the. Yeah, I feel. No, I, I think this Dark no Side way. War ended in 2016. I I feel like you're right because it. Part of the reason why everyone freaks out about Three Jokers is how long it's been. If this was under a year, I don't think we'd really be talking about it very much. Yeah, no, DC Universe Rebirth number okay. one came out in like January of 2016 or something. Yeah. So I found that the hardcover book, the original print, that was the issue I was running into, was oh. March 9th, 2016. Which means if that was the hardcover book, you're right. Rebirth probably started, I believe, right before then. And Dark yep. Side War concluded New 52 pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Dark Side War started in 2015 and ended in 2016. Yes. Okay, so, so four years is accurate. Well, and like, there's it, no way that Johns was like, ooh, Three Jokers. I'm going to stick that in at the end of this book. He knew that Three Jokers was going to be a thing at the start of Dark Side War, which means if you want to take it back even further, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Three Jokers has been an idea. The, the, the Doomsday Clock thing absolutely has been a thing since 2015. Yeah, I like uh, I like one of our chatters, Ruffery. Uh, weren't you guys talking about Three Jokers at the start of the weekly poll? That's a very yeah. good chance. <laughs> Literally, like when we, yeah, no, in that sh- on that show, we absolutely were like, oh man, what are they gonna do? It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, we're still talking about it. Like honestly, at this point, if they just let it die, I think we'd all be like, all right, well, that was an idea that never panned out, and that'd be the end of the Three Jokers. But they do keep saying we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Tevia's uh, right. I think, believe that's Tevia. Uh, it, 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 we're going on five years. So for everyone's like yeah. Jeff Johns is a busy guy. For everyone that is like, there's no, that it has not been squashed. He sounds right. He did not just get to the end of Dark Side War and go. You know, it'd be cool if I just say three Jokers. The idea yeah. is, it, it's been a long time. So something happened. Be it Jeff Johns, you know, got overwhelmed and he got depressed yeah. from, from being laid off from a lot of those projects. Once again, I'm a huge fan of Jeff Johns. I I will read anything that guy puts out. So right. I'm not trying to bash him. Things happen. No. Life happens. Hence the, the Gary Frank thing. Life happens. I get that. The, your, the reality is there's an, enough time has passed. All of those things could have happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just it. Gary it, could, Frank it could have been a series get, of things. I've, had, like, I've had weeks where I'm like, oh, we fixed everything. My week's going great. Oh, crap. Shit hit the fan again. I got to go fix that now. You know, like. Yeah. No, Frank needed time. John's got depressed. WB said no. DiDio and Johns had an argument. Like, all of those things could have happened. And each of them could have happened in their own year. And it still (laughs) would be delayed. (laughs) 
I, I mean, I don't he know. Delay, uh, the, something is going on with Jeff Johns, be it he's having issues with himself or he's just got too much on his plate. But he's got Shazam has been constantly delayed. Doomsday mm-hmm. Clock was constantly delayed. It's either him or Gary Frank. The only two on the book. <laughs> There's colors. Yeah, it ain't like the colorist. Yeah, yeah, Brad Anderson or whatever isn't taking too long to color the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, like three Jokers is still. It, it disappeared until Jeff Johns pretty much stepped down from DCEU. Right. Uh, and was like, okay, working on it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I... I, uh, I think we all thought it was dead until he said something there. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. With Three Jokers, I, I expected it to come out because no matter what, they could always just say it's an imaginary story. Yeah. So... I, I mean, know. once he it's, came out and said it's going to be one of the... Lo- it wasn't going to be a launch title of Black Label, if I remember correctly. Yes! <laughs> it was like one of the three things they said. They were like, Batman Damned, Superman Year One, that Wonder Woman story we still haven't seen, and Three Jokers. <laughs> You're right. They were like, when we launched, yeah, Batman Damned, they announced them last night on Earth, and they said yeah. Three Jokers is coming out, and these are all the, the flagship titles for our new imprint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Yep. And so here we are. Here right. we are. I mean, here we the, are, fa- the fact we're, is, the, the yeah. fact is, we're speculating, and all of you guys saying that our speculations are wrong, you're speculating. No one <laughs> exactly. knows. No one knows what happened or what's going. Nope. On. Nope. Well, a few people know, but they're working. Like <laughs> they're in it. <laughs> yeah, they're in it. They're on the inside on it. The fact is, no one knows what's happening at Three Jokers. We just know that supposedly it's being worked on. Fabig is supposedly drawing it still. Yeah. Um, I would believe way. I would believe what was said in our chat where they're just waiting for more issues because I will I would 100 if you're gonna do a high quality book and you saw what happened to Doomsday Clock as a business owner I'd be like all right so the next big one that we're gonna be doing the people are gonna be talking about we're gonna get like most of it done <laughs> yeah yeah I want to see if it's a 12 issue series I want to see nine issues on my desk before we even solicit this thing <laughs> exactly um, by the way Dan uh, wants to clarify we're gonna just put it right out there. Uh, Dark Side War started October 28th, 2015, in Justice League Dark Side War, and then ended with Justice League number 50, May 25th, 2016. Okay. So, May 2016 was the end of Dark Side War and the in, in, official announcement of all that stuff. Right. And that's when Reaper so, kicked off and we were going to get three Jokers and all that stuff. Exactly. So, so that's where we are. Yep. So that's the timeline. You know, regardless you, of whether we're saying four years, five years, three years, it's been a long damn time. Too long for this kind of delay. The and fact that we've talked about it, I think, on at least a quarterly basis here on Weekly <laughs> Poll or Absolute Comics. Literally, yeah. <laughs> the fact is, there is a... And, and here's the other thing that's funny about the Doomsday Clock, who wants to see it, and how they couldn't possibly have killed it. There's a, there's a hardcover out right now. Of the first six issues, yeah, because they just they just couldn't wait long enough to get their money. Like they are willing to make money off of the first six issues in a hardcover book that's incomplete. So they know that this book is selling. They know it's selling. They know that that people want it. Yeah, and they're putting it out. So I'm it's actually like, I get questioned all the time when am I going to continue Doomsday Clock in the main channel? Uh, we're going to be continuing it now that it apparently has an end date. <laughs> I wouldn't trust it, man. I'd wait another month. Well, at this point, I got 11 issues to go through. If they delay it where I can't stretch that out, we got problems. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I well, do good thing like it didn't this. start last year. I'll end this discussion here because I think we've been talking about it too long. I will say this about yeah. this discussion. 
Uh, it's been so... Uh, uh, Ara Tick Green in our chat says, it's been so long that people have to Google when it started. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's, because I don't remember immediately when it started. That's why. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and move on to our topic. I think we've ranted and raved about Doomsday Clock and delays three on jokers. three jokers and yeah. all this stuff in general. Like I said, it, it, closing thoughts on both of them, literally both of them. We don't... No one knows what these delays are. It's speculation nope. what we said. It's speculation what the chat thinks. Unless, unless Gary Frank and Jason Favick get in our chat and go, here's what happened. Yes. I, it's all speculation. We, no one knows what happened to any of these books. So Nope. Now, what would you do if they did come in the chat and go, Here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the juice, guys. I got the uh, info. We, we'd take a break, tweet it out, be like, yo, listen. <laughs> it's happening. It's, it's happening right now. Oh, my God. Stay calm. <laughs> stay calm. It's just me and Sal going... Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think we'd have to call them. I think we'd be like, "Yo, come on in!" Like, yeah, get, yeah, get in on this. Uh, either way, I'm excited for both of them. I love all that artwork. I love Jeff Johns' writing. I just I want to read it all. The fact <laughs> is, as long as they come out in the end, I'm gonna be happy. You know, right. whatever happened, it doesn't sound like it was anything egregious. It sounds whatever could have happened sounds like it was a lot of internal stuff. Whatever it is, it's fun to speculate about. But let's move on. Yeah. Well, I will. One last thing, I want it. In its entirety, the way it was meant to be. I don't yes. want them to have changed anything. No, I agree. I agree. And uh, even with Doomsday Clock, even though it's not really being connected to the overall DC universe, I'm excited to see how it's going to wrap up. I want to know. Exactly. We've been hyping this Superman, Dr. Manhattan fight for 11 issues. <laughs> and moving on. Marvel Phase 4. What the hell is going on? I... I, I I have been saving my rant about Marvel Phase 4 to get real information. And the real information we're getting is not exciting me. Okay, I am, no. I am like ready to blow into a true rant on the channel. We haven't done one in like, I think, a month or two months at this point because of all the travel. Uh, so, Thor Ragnarok sequel, Thor Love and Thunder. Yep. They don't know if Thor is going to be fat because they don't know how far apart from the main, from the end game it's going to take place. How do you not know it? You're Marvel. You have this whole thing planned out for 10 more years. I guarantee they don't. Oh, well, like, that's showing that. That's, you know? what, that's what's so... F like, I am in the same boat as you in terms of like, wait a minute. You guys wrote the book on planning ahead and building momentum. Yeah. And it's like, how could you... Like, you... Like, listen... Endgame, Infinity War, that was a perpetual motion machine. It was already, it was an engine that was already moving. It was never going to stop. You got it ready to go. You could take a minute during your, like, press tour for both those movies to come up with your next initiative. Or at and least, and, and at that's least. just it, because I, I agree. Everyone, a couple guys in the chat are like, well, Thor was announced last second. I agree with that. They announced it. But wouldn't Feige sit down and go, okay, here's where Thor's going to fit. Here's who we're going to try to get for cameos. Here's how it's going to look. Like, why are we now discussing it? And isn't it supposed to come out next year? I thought they were going to start yeah. filming well, soon. Well, and not only, not only is it coming out, like, I think, yeah, I think you're right very soon. But for me, it's like none of these announced vid movies or shows in any way are talking about where it's going or are drumming up some kind of momentum for the next phase. The, I, I would almost say, because I think they said, like, phase four isn't really like a building phase. It's more like we're just going to see what's going on. And I'm like, well, then it's not really a phase. No, it's you testing a lot of ideas with TV shows and movies that weren't planned and things like that. 
Yeah, like, the fact that Feige is now in charge, he's chief creative officer of Marvel, and it means that he's gonna get a lot more shows under his purview, and that Marvel TV is basically dead, and that they're gonna start integrating other things into the MCU and proper. Like, it feels like it's more like a house-cleaning phase, and that's fine, but don't pretend or let people assume that you're heading in a direction, because I don't think... Eternals or Ant-Man 3 or Thor 4 have anything to do with each other, and that's fine, but, like, don't mention them all in the same sentence then. Yeah. Do you think that this is turning into what uh, what appears to have happened to Jeff Johns? Just, he's getting too many things under his belt? It feels like maybe he might be, or they just don't care. Like, it, it, it's, could, it could be one of three things. It could be either... Feige's getting overworked because he's got he's got Fantastic Four and X-Men and also the Spider-Man nonsense and everything. Plus, plus, plus Phase 4, plus TV, plus, plus Star Wars. Plus, plus all, plus everything, right? And now so, he's yeah, in charge he, of the Marvel Publishing House, I thought, too. Yeah, he's in charge. Well, he's Chief Creative Officer. He's in charge of, like, the stories that go through the Publishing House. I would uh, love to see what he... Like, my schedule's a mess when, when, I, when we're in full swing over here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I run two side businesses, this main business, and then like end the podcast and everything like that. And I'm in calls all day. I can't imagine the guy who runs his own Star Wars thing he's doing, the entire yeah. MCU, the Marvel right. Publishing House, the heading up the Marvel Plus Mar- uh, initiative. Like, yeah, he must be in calls from six a.m. to midnight Monday yeah. through Saturday. He gets one day. Like, <laughs> and even then, you know, he's thinking about what he's going to do the next day on Sunday. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's either that he's overworked, which is probably no matter what version you pick, it's also that he's overworked. But it could be that either he's like he's overworked, or he's just kind of like, or they don't have any plan, and they're just kind of like I don't know, or they're resting on their laurels, or they're like, look, we already made the biggest movie in the world, we don't need to do anything. I feel like, like you're lucky you're getting any Marvel movies, much less I, this. I feel like it's like you said. I feel like this maybe just be a house cleaning phase. With Which the is intent- fine. I'll take well, it. Cleaned up. <laughs> I wonder if the purpose of this house cleaning phase and these kind of rushed out movies to keep the MCU moving in the in the movie theaters, yeah, is for a couple things. Fix the X Men and the Fantastic Four. Get the plan off of that. But right. I I wonder if it's a huge part of like let's just see how what we can do with Disney Plus. Because if Disney Plus makes bank on Winter Soldier and Falcon and and WandaVision and all these movies and Moon Knight, what what if we just transition over there? What what if we can just put all of our eggs into this basket and we just use this phase as a way to test how well people want to watch those shows? Because Netflix yeah. it's making bank off our shows, so why are we right. making bank off our shows? Oh, it's true. Yeah. Well, and also like okay, so you know what? Like Ant Man, right? Like it was the it's it's not a very prop. It's not as profitable as like an Avengers movie or a Spider Man movie. Fine. Um, but it still does well enough and it's strong enough to perform. But if we got movie numbers on our app, we'll just, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, a column here for everybody we're going to roll into Disney plus. And then maybe the only things that come out in theaters for Marvel are the, are the, are the movie or the, you know, are the, are the, the ensemble pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like X-Men comes out in theaters Avengers comes out in theaters but like the Doctor Strange movies the Moon Knights the, the you know the Ant-Mans those come out over there 
like on Disney Plus. I mean, I feel like that. I feel like they're testing the waters with it. And if it does well, this is where we're going to see a majority of Marvel Phase Five, Six, and Seven going. But the yeah. way it feels to me, because all of these shows are very self-contained, they're not a part of the big overall picture. And I feel like the reason for that is simple: if these don't work out, but for whatever the reason, I 100% Disney think Disney Plus is going to be a huge, smashing success. Mm. But let's say it doesn't. Nothing on there is important. Exactly. You can easily just go watch the movies because that's the important bits. Yeah. You don't need to know like what Bucky and Sam were doing. You you don't need to know how Wanda processes her grief from the robot. Like that's kind of it. Like yeah. uh, the other things were announced, right? Like Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight and stuff, She-Hulk, but not a single set is built, not a single person is cast. So we if the if WandaVision fails or if whatever the first thing that comes out fails i mean we're, they just started shooting winter soldier and and falcon like now like today. Yeah, I, I re, yeah i retweeted the the chairs and the right. chat you so know like, for the record chat let me clarify because they hit they're like speak for yourself i want to know i want to know as well i'm talking oh, yeah, more no. i'm talking more for the casual moviegoer who gets overwhelmed that there's like what 27 movies in the mcu right now i, I have lost count the so, last yeah. the last the last thing you need is for that casual moviegoer who's already going wow I don't really want to get involved in this to then go oh now I have to watch six seasons of TV shows as well like exactly <laughs> I know people who have already said like I don't have to watch the shows do I they don't yeah, have anything exactly. to do with them like like the reality is you don't have to watch any of them like you know what's holding the gun to your head these are these this this is this is entertainment you can yeah. choose to watch whatever you want and just hope that you get it or just go yeah that's fine I mean the fact is like you didn't you didn't really need to watch like any Guardians of the Galaxy movie to kind of get what's going on in the Avengers movies. You know, maybe like Infinity War, Endgame, it would help, but right. you get a good introduction just, to those characters. What What is the official kickoff of the next phase? Because technically Far From Home was the conclusion to yeah, phase of three. phase three. Yeah. Because the phase four movie announcements don't sound exciting. Like, I'm going to see them all. I'm excited. I'm excited to see a Doctor Strange. I'm excited to see an Ant Man 3. I'm excited to see Thor. But it doesn't I, I feel like these... Doctor... Is Doctor Strange even written? No, didn't they say they hadn't even written it yet? Yeah. And, and so that's, I'm like, that's what we're talking you... about. Like, they don't seem to have any overarching plan for this phase four. It's more like just put out movies. And I'm okay with that. But I think I feel like for me, part of the MCU fun was being able to watch it all and it's all connected. Yeah. And if, well, if you're going to disconnect it all, I'm still going to watch it all, but it'll, it'll be like for me when the MCU started and Thor Dark World dropped and I wasn't doing yeah. comic story and I didn't care about any of this stuff like on that level. Thor Dark World dropped and I'm like, ah, oh, I ain't going to watch that. Like, <laughs> and it, see, for, for me, I had to see it and I was like, oh, all right, I didn't need to see that, but I kind of enjoyed it. Like, I had a good time watching Thor's Well, at the Marvel. time, I didn't care. Like, I, I liked Iron Man, but I, at, at the time, it wasn't my job. I was still picking and choosing. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, right. Honestly, You're like, I'm not going to watch Thor 2. Iron Man is one of my favorite MCU movies, but I probably wouldn't have watched it, at least in the theater, if no. I wasn't doing comic story. Right, right. Yeah, I hear that. Cause, and I feel like this most of this phase, to me, feels like skippable. Yeah. I'm not, oh, saying, I'm not saying everyone's going to skip it. They're all probably going to make half a million, I mean, half a billion to a billion dollars. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I think I think you're right. The next one is going to be Black Widow. I know that uh, Dan just confirmed that Black Widow's coming to May 1st, and then Eternals, and then Shang-Chi. Okay. But, like, but Black Widow is a friggin' prequel movie yeah. that takes place after Winter Soldier. It's not even, like, and it's starring the dead one. <laughs> like... So 
So, so get ready, get excited for Marvel again. Here's the dead one in a movie that's literally like a a a like the equivalent of the Lion King one and a half. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not wrong. I'm excited, but I, but I wanted that Black Widow movie four years ago. The whole phase was, just feels when thrown it would have together. been bold because they, they announced Black Sorry, Widow Civil War, once Civil Captain War. Marvel sold. You know what I mean? So they announced mm-hmm. Black Widow once it was sold. They announced Doctor Strange. That one we knew was coming. But then they announced yeah. Thor because Thor sold well. You know, like right. Shang Chi. I don't know where the hell that came from, but it's it's announced. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, but like uh, it just I don't know. Everything in Phase Four just feels so tacked on and so it, unneeded and unnecessary. And it just feels it like you said. It feels like a house cleaning phase. A phase yeah, where I mean, all like, the true fans are going to watch. It's going to get it's yep. going to get some ancillary people to watch it. Um, but we're yeah. all going to get to the end of phase four. Like, all right, we're ready for like, what are you doing? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, listen, I'm, a, I'm hyped for a Shang-Chi movie because I want to see like a cool Kung Fu movie that's like yeah. got a big budget behind it. I think it sounds great. Oh, but, you, like, after they destroyed Iron Fist, I am excited for Shang-Chi. Like, well, and, and give me, give me the, mar- give me the martial arts universe of Marvel. Give it to me finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and rumor has it, maybe Iron Fist might show up in that movie and it won't be, <sighs> I'm, I'm it won't be Netflix's Iron Fist. I don't yeah. believe that. But I'll take it. Like, if they do that, like, the fact is, Disney slash the MCU has the money and the clout to be able to buck the Netflix contract deal and, like, ask for forgiveness better rather than ask for permission. And just be like, hey, you know what? Hey, there's Iron Fist. He's in it. Crunson and words just- it better. Instead of housekeeping, it's a testing phase. To see yeah. what what can they turn into TV shows and what random heroes can be the next Ant Man. It's a success. Right. It has its fan base. That would be Shang Chi. That would be Moon Knight. That all that stuff. Miss Marvel. Make- what if Miss Marvel is like, is, out, is outrageously successful? Obviously, isn't it a we're gonna get Miss Marvel. I think Miss Miss Marvel's a cartoon, isn't it? No, it's a live action show. Or yeah, it's gonna be a live action Disney Plus show. Oh okay. They're gonna yeah, get. I mean, the I think Miss Marvel's okay, in. Look. Out of everything in Phase 4, I'm excited, except the Eternals. I don't give a crap about the Eternals. E- I'm going to watch it, but I don't give a crap. <laughs> Eternals, it, what's funny is with Eternals, once they got the X-Men Fantastic Four rights, they could have, based on the strength of Phase 4, literally said, okay, scrap production, and thrown away Eternals and just been like, we're going to take two years, not one, two years, and just start working on X-Men. Like, yeah. Because, I, and I think everyone would have been like, all right, so so no huge movie in 2020, but X-Men in 2021. Yeah, I'm in. When it comes to Eternals, it better it better have a good like overall point to the movie. Because it feels yeah. like they're like, well, Inhumans didn't work. Like, <laughs> what other weird yeah, stuff can we throw at the screen? Literally, <laughs> Eternals feels like a holdover from the Fox problem. It does. It, it really does. And they're going to move forward with it. And it, it could be uh, it could be the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Where it yeah. just turns into a fun, crazy romp, but it could also turn into the next Inhumans that gets bumped to a TV show on ABC that no one wants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the fact is, I, I've never, I, I found the Eternals so boring, and I, I, I you know, the listen, actual Eternals I, concept is boring. They're not interesting. At least the especially. Guardians were interesting and in events and doing. The Guardians things. had spaceships at least. <laughs> like there's, you know, the Eternals are just like. They were they were put here like it's 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 cher- it's champ it's chariots of the gods it's like they were put here by you know celestials are neat but like do I want to see them like seeding the earth and making these dudes who can't die and uh, I don't know like it's just kind of like huh I don't even Neil Gaiman wrote an amazing Eternals book and even that was like it, it could barely hold my interest and I'm like yeah. and and that was like you could literally do anything you want and 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 bleh. 
I don't know. It, it could be really cool, and especially if you're going to set it in the MCU, because, you know, if you made an Eternals movie, it's like, Paramount's going to make an Eternals movie. Like, oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> but at least if it's in the MCU, you could, like, set it against all the, all the fun stuff I recognize and enjoy. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, and we'll see. I mean, we're going to see all the movies when they come out, and we'll, we'll, oh, be, yeah. doing, we'll be doing our special <laughs> episodes afterwards. So it's right. not like, it, I, I, don't, I don't believe me or Sal is going to be skipping anything. Don't worry. No, it. This goes for everybody, by the way. We're gonna go see Bloodshot. We're gonna see every Joker and Riddler and you know, Penguin yep. movie they make. We're like, gonna... it's not Marvel oriented. It's everybody. Yeah, like, every superhero movie is gonna be talked about an absolute comic. So don't worry, yeah, they guys. If they make The Shadow 2 starring uh, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> I'm going to see it. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. even seeing Hold on. more. I'm of doing these. it now. If they make The Shadow 2 starring Alec Baldwin, I'm flying both of us to L.A. and we are doing a community meetup to go see The Shadow 2 starring Alec Baldwin, okay? We are, they're never going to do that. I will rent <laughs> but, out the whole theater. I will throw everything on a credit card. And we yeah. are, whoever shows up has got a free pass to come see The Shadow 2 with Absolute Comics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> We're never going to see that. I did not see Venom, by the way. Uh, somebody asked me about Venom. I, I was... I. I I was so uh, angry with Sony and their desperate their desperation to make like their Venom universe. I did not see Venom in theaters. Okay, well, um, I, in Sal's defense, we did not have a functioning show at the time that Venom came out. I didn't need to see Venom. Right, it and wasn't it didn't a part hurt of our, me it, at all. Yeah, exactly. So. Like I talk about Venom on my channel, but you don't talk too much about Venom, like movie and all that stuff on your channel. No, we'll talk about the comics. Like I mean, like and we tied in. Like if Which there's gonna be a movie, I'm gonna amazing. do a Venom comic. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, Venom's great. Like yeah. we. So I'm I'm not gonna not talk about it. Like we may cover Morbius the comic, but I'm not going to see that Morbius movie. <laughs> well, now you are. We have to talk about it. Ah, uh, <laughs> really? Then you I'm gonna see it on a Tuesday. You said that we're gonna see every superhero movie, and then you immediately go, but not Morbius. Because <laughs> well, it's a, it's a Sony Venomverse movie. I don't believe in those. You, well, you have you have to see them now because now you have a weekly show. You talk about these things. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I have two free passes. I will go see it for free. I'm just waiting for Sal to be like a uh, big big announcement on his Twitter. I resigned from Absolute Comics the week that this movie comes out. I'll be yep, back. In I a will week. not be. I will not be seeing Morbius. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's the thing. I will see Morbius for free, but I will not see the Silver and Black movie if that ever gets made. Okay. Okay. Problem solved, guys. So I will. I will pay for your tickets to all these movies to get you to go see them. Off of our absolute comics funding, so you're good. <laughs> you go. All right, I I will see. I I mean, like, listen, it's gonna be really stupid. So like, <laughs> okay, I'm not denying that, but <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm looking. Like, listen, uh, all joking aside, like, if we if we're if if Morbius is like, here's the thing: if Morbius makes a buck, we're not gonna waste time talking about Morbius. But if Morbius becomes like a sleeper hit, like Venom was, uh, we're gonna have to talk about Morbius. We want to talk about Morbius either way, even if it makes a buck. Really? Yeah, we have to. It's a show. We're going to waste time talking about... My, all right, fine. Well, no, all right. No, here's the best part. We won't even do... It won't even be on our normal show. We'll do a special episode like we did with Joker. Right. All right, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, like I said, I have, I, have, I have two free passes in my wallet right now to see a movie for free at the AMC. <laughs> I, will just, I will just use that on Morbius, and that way they won't get when my money. When is Morbius money. coming out that you keep talking about? Is that serious? Oh, I don't know. No, they, they, I think they shot it. I think it's done. So, like, oh, it'll come out as soon as they can. <laughs> okay. um, but, yeah. No, I think Dan, they, they I heard Dan movie. typing. I think he's giving us it. Oh, here we go. July 31st, 2020. All right. So, literally this summer, Morbius <laughs> the Living Vampire will be out right, starring so... Jared Leto. 
Last thing we're going to go on to, speaking of those amazing Sony movies, uh, yes. Venom, which is one of the greatest movies ever created. Uh, oh, under- <laughs> in- geez. Oh, I'm lobsters on them. <laughs> Uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 got announced. Yeah. Now, now here, that's a Sony movie I'm going to go see. Right, well, uh, real quick, we all expected that. That movie sold like crazy for an animated film. Won countless awards. Everyone is still raving. I, you know what? I've thought about it. It is my favorite Spider-Man movie out of all of them, Sal. Right? One, two, I, I, three with Tobey Maguire. We pretend yep. amazing never existed. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, like, I think... I think Into the Spider-Verse might be the best Spider-Man-centric movie ever made. Like, 100%. I, which is weird because it's like five Spider-Men. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, you know, but I do have a, I have a really high affinity for that Homecoming and Far From Home movie. So like, apparently they, uh, they've announced Japanese Spider-Man. I don't know how true that is. We got the article there. I didn't look for Oh, no. They, it. Yeah, no. It's in. Like, okay, they they said right. they wrote him in. The production designer has their own design for Japanese Spider-Man. We're, we're, it's already... It's a done deal. What's going to be interesting about Japanese Spider-Man, for those guys who don't know, Japanese Spider-Man kills. When he showed up in <laughs> Spider-Verse both times, he was like, why are we just killing them? <laughs> right. I, I, and here's the thing. Because it's a Sony movie, yeah, he could do that. Yeah. Kingpin beat Peter Parker to death with his bare hands in that movie. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna do that. I think that, I think they'll do that. He won't be murdering whatever villains they're fighting, probably, unless they're like mindless drones or or, or foot soldier type characters. But yeah, that's yeah, fine. And, and uh, chat, yes, you are right. Uh, he also has a giant Megazord. Uh, I think it's called the Pardon. Leo Pardon. Leo Pardon. Yep. That was it. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it's funny when they announced it. I'm like, well, saw this coming. It's actually a little sooner than I was expecting. <laughs> That's the thing is like, of course they were going to use him. He was one of the few that they didn't use. Yeah. And you he's know, well I, I, known too. Who? Okay. Yeah. So let's have a little fun speculation to wrap up this. Okay. Out of the well-known ones, who do you think is left to pop up? Uh, well, he's already been in it, but Spider-Man 2099 is going to play a big role in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. But well, they, they hinted at him in the last one. So he's definitely coming back. Yeah. He, he had the cameo. Him. Like, yeah. Well, they they ca- they they ca- they uh, hint- they teasered him in the last one. Yeah. Like, I think Oscar Isaac plays him. So okay, it's like, so yeah. Twenty ninety nine. We got Japanese Spider Man. We're gonna bring back. Uh, I heard. And I'm not sure this is because they were talking about this before the announcement of Into the Spider Verse two. That Ghost yeah. Spider. I'm gonna just call it that from now on because. <laughs> Are you talking about that like awesome skin from the game? No, no, no. Ghost Spider is Spider Gwen now. Oh, Spider. Right. Ugh. Yes. What? I'm sorry. Okay. Look. Look. That. Look. On that name change, somebody I had an argument with somebody. They're like, why would you do that? She's called Spider-Woman in her universe. It's simple. Because there's seven Spider-Women, and when a young girl goes, I want the ghost spider costume, the mom knows what to get. That's the whole reason her name is not Spider-Woman in her universe or Spider-Girl. It's so yep. that they can make... It's because she's popular enough that she gets her own comic, and they don't want her to be confused with uh, Jessica Drew, who also had a book. You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I no, think that'd be right. the biggest one they're trying to differentiate from. But yeah, Spider Punk, yeah. Spider Punk would be great. He, he, there's no way he won't be in it. He was in the video game. He was very. He's a great popular skin. You always see him at cons. Spider Punk yeah. is a definite. Yep. Um, I think you're gonna see Jessica Drew like in the original Spider Woman costume. That would be interesting if they have her in the main universe as like the Peter Parker villain. Since I mean, Miles is big. In, in my opinion, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. As much yeah. as I love Peter Parker, I think that that movie did a good enough job with Miles that he could hold the movie down. Like, yeah. that was their goal with the first movie, obviously, but they had to have Peter Parker in there. 
So now yeah. we can get rid of main Peter Parker, make it yep. Miles centric instead of having a main Peter Parker there, and have all these fun weird ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I I, I think uh, I think Peter B. Parker will be back as well. You think he'll show up again? Yeah. You think I he'll think be he in was, the sweatpants? <laughs> I I think that they will. Co- it really depends on what they want to do. The fact that Spider Man twenty ninety nine was t- was hit, was hinted at and Spider Man sixty six. Who will I think, or sixty two or whatever, sixty six? I think, uh, you know the the original animated series Spider Man. I think he's going to be in it as well. Um, I think that it's going to be spiders through time. <laughs> and oh, so, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that we're definitely going to see Peter Parker show back up, um, but he'll probably not be as big a role. Like it'll probably be more like, you know, or if it's Spider Man through time we'll see that Peter B. Parker and Mary Jane did have a kid, and she's a spider girl. Oh, like he comes back, but it's Renew Your Vows style. Yeah. I Dude, that would or, be kind of cool. Well, or they go they go into his universe. He's like, I know who, like, you know, they're screwed, and Miles is like, I know who to call. They use their dimensional thingy on their wrist. He goes to Peter B. Parker's universe, and it's not that Peter Parker's, like, dead, but maybe he's too old, and he's like, and his daughter shows up, and she's like a teenager, and she's like, yeah, let's go. And you're like, What? I think that'll be what they do. It'll be interesting. It'll, it'll be. Inter- I mean, I'm excited in general just to have it happen. Um, yeah. Do we have a date on that, Dan, or is that just? Yes. Yeah, uh, oh, um, I think it's 2022. I think it's summer 2022. Okay. If you already know, yeah. Okay. So we still got some time. This is not going to be rushed out, which is what I'm happy about. If you we were going to tell of me time. next summer, I was going to be like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. It's a lot. Like, yeah, no. Two years from this summer. <laughs> Good. All right. Yeah, April 8th, 2022. Thank you, Dan. All right. Uh, so, do we have anything else, Sal, or does that hit all the topics? Any new business? No, I think that's... I mean, like, those are the biggest topics, and I feel like that's what he, people are here for. Um, we could mention that, like, if you remember, they made a Wolverine podcast. Like, Marvel and Stitcher made a whole <laughs> show, uh, and Marvel is doing it again. Uh, Stitcher Premium Only Marvel's show, which is, I think, an audio version of... The Marvels comic from Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross, which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a really cool idea. So, like, and, and there's a teaser on Marvels with official YouTube channel. You can watch it there. But, like, I love this idea. I think it's a neat concept that they're like, let's make audio dramas. I want them to take it further. Like, I want them to make, like, shows that are in the universe that are, like, you know, like, like a radio show. Like, you know how um, J. Jonah Jameson had a radio show on in the in the Spider-Man game. Yeah. It'd be great if there was a J. Jonah Jameson podcast you could download that like was like a monthly show. Yeah. That was in that universe. I want more like in-universe kind of media. And I think that'd be really cool. All right. So no, I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 right you're not wrong. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, I mean, just, yeah, Jay Bruce me. says we didn't talk about Hawks and Pox. Uh oh yeah. You want to save it for next time? What I Okay, uh, just, here's just, my just, opinion. So, thoughts. Yeah. Okay, here's my thoughts on Hawks and Pox. Um, so I read halfway through it. it the, the time jumping threw it all off, and I just was like, I'm not, I'm not following. I'm going to wait till it's done. It ended, right. and then Andy and I, because he writes a lot of the scripts for the channel now, we sat yeah. down, and I was like, okay, I don't really want to read all of it anymore <laughs> after hearing uh-huh. Sal talk about it every week. So right. how can we present a summary of some sorts that kind of tells you what happened? So Andy put it in order by the appropriate timeline. Great. 
So having that in front of me, oh, it sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, well, seeing all the lives of Moira and where they go and which ones you don't know much about. Like, yeah, no, it's right. It we're is we're cool. doing our, the summary will hit the channel tomorrow, so you're going to see it. He did all of the Moira stuff, although first. So that it gets to the last time, and then he picked up. So basically, he put it all in appropriate order, and we explained how everything came together. We explained how everything went bad. Because, like, towards the end of it, he's like the saber tooth thing. And I'm like, that was like an issue one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the fun of reading the book when it comes out. Is like, you go, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, literally, the last issue of Hox, I think, or Pox, is the first page of, the, of Hox. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it all ties back together. Um, you're rewarded for like reading it as it's coming out. It's pretty so, cool. Yep. So uh, Andy ruined all that, put it into order. So we're putting that out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, like, listen, like as long as you buy it and read it and check it out, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a dope experience and it's, you know, well, we want to do the- X-Men, regardless of how I feel about Hawks and Pox and the overall X-Men direction of what they're doing with Hickman. It, it's the new direction for X-Men and the X-Men have fans. Like, it, regardless of what you want it to be, it's the new Deadpool, the new Wolverine. All of it is adding up to this. So yeah. that's why I talked about it. We were going to go right into X-Force or New Mutants, and I'm like, no, no, no. We got to do something like a recap. You have to explain yeah. what happened in Hawks and Pox because everything comes out of that. Right. No, you – because every book is, is connected to it. You can't deny – like, if you did Excalibur, you'd be like, what is, what, what's with the plants? So, so yeah. no, you, you got to do it, yeah. So yeah, no, I liked it. I like the direction. I want to see what they're gonna do with it. I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up X Force tomorrow. Be reading that one. So yeah, definitely. I'm uh, reading them all. New mutants. I'm kind of like, eh, I never cared about that, but <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm reading them all because like some of them are just some of them are stuff that I'm like I've never wanted to read it or I've never like thought about it, and yeah. I and I'm like, oh, it's like a new experience, but it's also directly connected to what's happening. Plus, they're all minis. Yeah. So they have a they have a termination date. So it's not Which like, is always oh, good well, when it comes to comics. I like that better. As much as I love my ongoing series, I'd love it if they would just come out with a solid six-issue story. Take a couple months off. Come back with another right. one. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it, maybe the future of comics will be in seasons. Where it's yeah. like, Justice League came out in the spring. And then we didn't put out Justice League from, the, like you know, it goes from, like, summer to, you know, to fall. And then winter to you know spring or whatever. It's there's no Justice League. It's something else, you know. Like right, it'd be a great way to kind of save, you know, save the print and help people try to kind of prioritize their books. That's another topic. Let's 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 not do that. Let's okay. Let's yeah, we can talk about that next week. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today for the Absolute Comics live recording. If you're watching this on the Twitch uh, on the YouTube channel, that it comes out to almost a week later. Don't forget, you can catch us live right here at 5 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv/comicstorian. You can also support the show directly by subbing to the Twitch channel or by going to Patreon.com/comicpop or patreon.com slash comicstorian. We release it early on both of our Patreons, so either one will be a direct support for your favorite host of this show. And if you want to support both hosts, just go ahead and sub right here at Twitch because the money does get split amongst us. We do we are trying to make this a profitable venture this time around. We're trying to we're trying to make it a better show. We are. And overall, entirely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Overall. So either way, that's the best ways you can support us. Don't forget, you can also go to G Fuel and use the code COMICS at checkout to get 10% off of that one. Uh, and yeah, that's where we're at right now. Uh, Sal, you, uh, you, they can find you over at Comic Pop on YouTube. You can find me at Comic Storian. We are Absolute Comics, and we will be back next week. And if you like our podcast, you can also join me, Dad, and Andy on Thursday with Comics Experiment. And cut!